This is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe, and notifier button so you can be aware whenever a new episode is available. Also, leave a comment and a review. We would really appreciate that. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. And we are live with the Clydesdale Media Presents Meet the Athletes of the Semifinals. But before we get into that, I need to shout out my sponsors. So, RX Mark Gear provides world-class jump ropes, grips, and other gear for all of us. Use this discount code, Clydesdale15, for 15% off your order at rxmarkgear.com. Mobility Movement, MVMNT, is a program that teaches you how to increase your capacity to heal, reduce recovery time, and restore your nervous system to peak health. Everyone gets a seven-day free trial, but after that, our followers will get their first month free when they use the code Clydesdale Free Month, all one word, at mobilitymvmnt.com. And finally, our newest sponsor, C4 Energy, delivering the most effective, best-tasting, and highest-quality products for you. Get 20, 20% off when you use code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four, energy.com. That's C, the number four, energy.com. And with that out of the way, now I can address my lovely guest, Allison Wynn. Hi. So Allison, you have been a CrossFitter for a very long time. When I looked at your athlete page, you have been doing the Open since 2014. Yeah, it's been a while. So you're like an OG CrossFitter. I guess. So at what point did you become a coach uh, of CrossFit? I started coaching in the fall of 2017. Okay. And that so, was in Houston? Yeah. I started CrossFit when I was in college. I started like between my sophomore and junior year. And then finished college and just kind of did it recreationally. And then uh, I was working actually in oil and gas for a while and hated my job. <laughs> and so I was like, well, maybe I like want to try and see if I can actually be good at CrossFit. So then I started coaching and training like more full time and we're here now. Uh, what, what was your degree in? Uh, chemical engineering. Ah, now that makes sense that you worked in oil and gas. Yeah. 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 Um, and so what you just didn't like the desk job atmosphere of it and wanted to be more active. Uh, I was like working in a job where I was on call 24 seven and like, I was like basically responsible for a unit in a refinery. And if something went wrong, it was like, Oh, like you're on night shift or like you are like working all weekend and like, just wasn't my favorite job and so I was kind of like well if I want to like try CrossFit I have to do it now like I'm only getting older and I can always be an engineer later so right now I'm retired yeah do you think you'll ever go back I don't know um not in that kind of setting but I don't know like what the long-term plan is so what what kind of um sports or physical activity experience did you have before CrossFit? I played softball, volleyball, and basketball in high school. And then I played 
club volleyball in college for a couple of years. So like where we travel to other schools and play in tournaments and stuff. Um, but then once I started CrossFit and I was like more busy with school, I just started doing that instead. Yeah. That's athletes in high school always got to find, we have to find that way to get that competitiveness out of us. Yeah. And CrossFit finally filled the hole instead of something else. Yeah, definitely. So when you started coaching, you coached at CrossFit Drive or yep. Drive Athletics? Yep. Um, and why did you go there? Was it because the owner was cute or? <laughs> uh, I guess that was part of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was actually, I had been going to a different gym in Houston and they like always had really competitive teams. And that, like my goal at the time was to make a team to try to make regionals. And then I like... I was getting better, but I had really big holes, especially in gymnastics. And I did a competition, um, the fittest experience where I was on a pro team and we had to do synchro bar muscle ups and I failed every single attempt. And after that, I was just like, okay, I've, I can do bar muscle ups, but like, I'm not like consistent or like, I'm not getting better. And I had some friends who went to CrossFit drive and I started dropping in there and Frank had like given me some different cues and I started like seeing progress and then I just decided to switch gyms and then eventually started dating him. So, so the key to a woman's heart is muscle up cues. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Um, and so you're going there, but you did actually make it to regionals on a team in 2017. So I was technically the alternate, but gotcha. I wasn't going to the gym at the time. So I didn't even know that I was an alternate until I got an email that said, welcome to regionals. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. So you never, you actually didn't go to regionals? No. So is this semifinal your first time on the big stage? Yeah. So in, in 2018, I missed regionals by two spots. In 2020, I made it to Atlas Games and it got canceled at check-in. And then last year, I missed semifinals by two spots. Oh, my goodness. This is the year. Well, what's great is this year, you've actually moved from Houston to Georgia. Yeah. And you're a training think tank and you cut your place in almost half. Yeah, that was really surprising. Yeah. So you went from just outside of the cut line after backfills yep. to uh, mid seventies. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. How much do you, now you had a great coach at derive. I don't want to take anything away from that coach, but how much do you attribute to coach Adam and the training think tank crew? Uh, I mean, having Adam as a coach and being on site has been just like such a cool experience. Um, I think like, I'd been working with Frank for a couple of years and like at some point you just kind of, well, it's partly hard because we got married and then that's like a lot to be like working together and having him coach me and be my husband. But also like there were just things that like were outside of the things that we'd tried. And then like working with Adam, it was like he brought a different approach or like last year at this time I was like barely doing a Metcon and we were just like, trying to fill my gymnastics holes and like, just like doing things that like, I think if Frank had suggested, I would have been like, heck no, I'm not doing that. And like, because he's my husband, he'd have a hard time being like, you have to. 
Um, so I think bringing in someone else outside of it who has so much experience developing athletes has been like, just like really good for me. And then moving here and having part or training partners that are so good. It's just like, you can't match that. Like we were joking that during quarterfinals, I thought that I was doing really bad because so many people were beating me on site. And I was like, oh, I don't think this score is good. And then it'd like pop up on the leaderboard and it'd be a good score. Yeah. So I told, I was telling Allison this before we got on live that we actually interviewed Alexis Raptus this morning in a full podcast interview. And that, that has been scheduled for like weeks. <laughs> Um, and then she kept talking about this, Allison. And until I was doing the research for this quick interview that we're doing with all the semifinalists, um, I didn't know that you were the Allison she was talking about. Yep, that's me. And so, so you are Alexis Raptus's training partner, and we've had you both on on the same day. Yeah. So, what is it like hanging out with Alexis? She seems like a ball of energy. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, I mean, we hit it off right away. And now we've been getting to train together for the last like three months. Um, it's funny because like I have three younger sisters and my youngest sister is like her age. So it's just like hanging out with my little sister all the time, except she's really, really good at CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> Better than your sister? <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so Alexis um, kind of compared the environment there at Training Think Tank as a family. Do you get that same vibe? Yeah, it really is. It's like everyone, like obviously when the workout starts, everyone wants to beat the shit out of each other. But afterward, it's like you're just so happy for each other. And like, it's so cool to see everyone succeeding. And the other thing she talked about was she came from a gymnastics background that was very um, straightforward and the coaches didn't always care about the health and safety of the athletes. And she said what she, and it made her kind of afraid to get a coach in CrossFit training think tank. She said is completely opposite of that. They care more about you as a person and hope that the CrossFit is done well after that. But first and foremost, it's about you, the person. Yeah, it really is. And, and how much do you appreciate that? I mean, I think that's like so important to be, to be able to have success too, because if you don't feel like cared about as a person first, it's really hard to trust someone like to treat you right as an athlete. And so I think like, because of the, that like foundation of the relationship, it's like, okay, I know that you care about me. I know that you're actually putting my best interests at heart and like, I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit. You mentioned that you don't know if, if Frank said something to you, that if you would have taken it in the same way as if Adam would say it to you, Yeah. do you ever sit back, sit back and think, how does Tia and Shane do it? Or like Emily Rolfe and Kyle Rolfe do it when their husband coach athlete relationship? Yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely like, possible we did it for a couple of years um but it's just it's definitely really hard <laughs> and like i think there's it like takes a lot of like very clear communication because like there's times when you need someone to be your coach and there there's times when you need them to be your husband and like 
those aren't always the same reactions that you want. Like we would get in arguments because I would like show Frank a video of me doing something and he would like try to coach me in the movement. And I'd be like, no, I just wanted you to tell me good job. <laughs> so there's like a lot that had to be like learned and like a lot of like just like a lot of talking about like what exactly it is that like I needed. Yeah, we um, my wife and I took a class at our in our church small group um, and it was about blue and pink and how they're different in ways. And and one of the big things was that many times the blue wants to fix the pink <laughs> And many times the pink just wants validation from the blue. Yeah. And so it's funny that you mentioned that because my my wife and I had the same thing. And we're not even like coach athlete, mm -hmm. but she's like, I don't want you to fix it. I just want you to listen to me. Yeah. You know, so, so you went through that from a coach athlete perspective, which would even complicate the relationship a little bit more. Yeah. I think though, because like he was my coach first before we ever started dating, like it let us have more success for a longer period of time. Yeah. Do you like it now that, that he's not your coach? Do you think it's your relationship's different? It's definitely been an adjustment because even before I moved here, it was like, he was technically my on-site coach still. So like I was still getting a lot of feedback from him every day. And now that we're here and it's like, Adam's here to see me. Um, it's more of like a, if I want him to help me with something, I go ask him, but otherwise it's like, he's just more my supporter. And so it's definitely been an evolving relationship as we've been here and been together. When, before we went live, you know, you told me that he had moved there to Georgia with you. And mm -hmm. that meant that you had to say goodbye to your gym that he owned. Yeah. And so what was that experience like? It was really hard. He actually started the gym um, back in 2015. And I've been coaching there full time since 2017. So like, that's all we've known for the last four or five years. Um, and we have so many friends there and so many people that we cared about. So that part was really difficult. But it was also like for us to grow in the ways that we wanted to, we knew that there was a lot of opportunity for us to do that here. So it's definitely bittersweet um, and it's still been an adjustment, but it's been a good one. And what year did you get married? Last year, we got married in September. Okay. Did COVID affect plans or was that always the, the plan? So COVID really only affect his proposal plans. We were supposed to go to New York City in April of 2020. Obviously that didn't happen, <laughs> um, but we had kind of planned that we wanted a longer engagement because planning a wedding while running a gym is a lot of work. And so that didn't really affect it too much. Well, I saw in your wedding picture that you have a beautiful dog. Yeah. What, what's his name Leia. or her? Leia. Leia. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So her, her Alexis is, is Obi and yep. yours is Leia. Yeah. <laughs> and this all happened before you guys met. Yes. <laughs> That, so you guys were meant to be training partners. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. So who who is the Star Wars fan? Uh, Frank's definitely the bigger fan. I hadn't watched any of them until we started dating, and he made me watch all of them. So now I'm a Star Wars fan. But 
it it seems reluctantly. Uh, no, I do like it. Okay. Not as much as like some other shows, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my final, th- my final segment is going to be about the syndicate. The workouts have, are out. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexis said this morning that she has tested two of them already. Did you do that with her? Yeah, I tested like versions of them. So not, not quite the whole thing, but we're going to test some more tomorrow too. And then kind of like just a down week getting ready for the syndicate. Yeah. Just like trying to feel good going into it. And how cool is it that your training partner is going to be at the same competition you are? Oh, it's awesome. I'm so excited. So you get to hang out all weekend together. Yeah. And the team from training think tank is at syndicate too. So there's going to be a big group. It'll be pretty fun. Yeah. We actually got to meet the team last year at Mac. Um, when I was with morning chalk up, we did a, a funny three question bit with them. Oh. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be fun to kind of catch up with them looking at the workouts, anything that you see that you're super excited about? Uh, I always love a barbell and a rower, so I'm pretty excited. There you go. Only one athlete is actually giving me a, a specific event that they're looking forward to. <laughs> Um, everybody else is kind of like, I'm playing the cards close to the vest. <laughs> so, well, this has been a blast. Um, Allison, I can't, I can't thank you enough for jumping on with me. Um, good luck next weekend. Uh, my co-host Kat and I will be there um, in the pit, hopefully. And we'll be able to catch up and maybe interview you coming off the floor. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, have a great time. Have a great night. All right. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.